Welcome to Green Wave Radio. Your episode starts now. Hi, you're listening to Green Wave Radio. I'm Hayden Kim. Dalbarton is such a big place. We have so many programs, from all our sports teams, to our visual and musical arts programs, to our diverse student and faculty populations. There is always something happening here. But all these things come with a price. I don't mean that in some ominous way, I mean it literally costs money. That's where the Dalbarton Fund comes in. Here to talk to us today are two of the most pivotal members when it comes to ensuring that Dalbarton keeps on going. Hayden, uh, my name is Craig Paris, and I am the Assistant Headmaster for Advancement and Alumni. This is my 34th year working at Del Barton School. I'm a graduate from the great class of 1982 and a proud parent of three boys from 13, 15, and 19. I'm also a lifer. So my day, Del Barton, began in 1976, fall of 1976. I'm Maria Van Kirk. I am Director of Advancement Operations and the Del Barton Fund. And I've been at Del Barton since 1998, and I'm uh, now also a parent of an eighth grader, class of 2026. My first question is, what exactly is the Del Barton Fund? So the Del Barton Fund is Del Barton's annual fund. And what that means is that we raise money to support the annual operating budget. So all the money we raise during a school year gets spent on expenses for that school year. And the Del Barton Fund involves all sorts of uh, costs that are associated with any school year. Um, money goes towards general operating expenses. It goes towards financial aid. Uh, it goes towards supporting faculty and staff development. And it also goes towards arts, athletics, and activities at the school. Booster activities, any kinds of um, things involving sports fundraising or arts fundraising, um, that's all part of the Del Barton Fund. Would you be willing to share with us how much is in the Del Barton Fund? Sure. So last year, uh, the Del Barton Fund raised a total of $4.3 million. It was the first year that we raised over $4 million for the Del Barton Fund. And it's something that we've grown over the last 20 plus years from being under a million dollars a year to now over $4 million a year. So would that number include the school's financial investments? So it does not. So that is uh, above and beyond um, what the Del Barton Fund raises. There's also fundraising that we do for capital expenses and for endowment. Um, so looking at you know the future of the school, um, that is on top of what the Del Barton Fund supports. So last year that was uh, close to ten million dollars. I think it was a little over ten. Million a little over dollars. ten million dollars. The Del Barton Fund really is looking at you know, what we need to provide for right now. On a year-by-year basis? Year-by-year basis. So everything, you know, between now and June, uh, July 1st to June 30th is what the Del Barton Fund supports. So if we reach $4.3 million by June 30th of next year, on July 1, we go back to zero. Mm -hmm. Then we start all over again. How does that money differentiate from St. Mary's Abbey and Del Barton? Well, the Abbey has their own separate books now, which we split, I believe, five years ago. So they have their own fundraising efforts. They have their own annual fund support. They also have the Abbott's Table, which is a major fundraiser for them for operating support. In addition, they have an ongoing capital campaign for building projects up there. So that's totally separate from the school's fundraising effort. And to just kind of get back to your question about 
the, um, you know, anything raised from financial investments and everything. I like to look at it this way. The Del Barton Fund as the operating support for the school is, say you're a homeowner, it's paying your bills. It's paying your monthly electricity, water, heat, et cetera, et cetera. And then the capital giving, which we build St. Benedict Hall, the new field house, and all the different uh, endowed scholarship funds we um, have been out uh, raising money for. Endowment is putting away the nest egg to make sure that Del Martin's future is secure. And then any of the building projects are, say you want to build a new deck at your house or a second floor at your house. That's the capital projects for that. So that's kind of a simple way to explain the difference between the Del Barton Fund and capital giving. What is the general process of donating money to Del Barton? Is there a preferred method or type of um, donation that you guys prefer? Well, I mean, Maria can tell you better, but we definitely have seen a shift over the last five years. You know, when I first started, everything was coming in by a check or someone was actually giving you cash. And then eventually we started to see stock gifts. But I would say, and Maria, you, you comment on this. Now we are probably 80% online giving. So the vast majority of at least certainly the annual fund, the Del Barton Fund money, is coming in online via credit card. Um, we've enabled digital wallets. You can use Apple Pay. We're adding PayPal and Venmo. We've had some conversations about crypto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. Um, but uh, there are a whole range of ways that people make charitable donations to the school. Um, they might give a check, a personal check. They might have a donor advised fund, which is basically a, a, a mode method of giving where um, they give money into a into a pot basically and then distribute money out of that fund so that's a very popular one now is to have your own donor advised fund um, we take stock donations um, we've had people donate property um, and gifts in kind of objects and services and things like that um, so there's uh, many many ways that we have funds flowing into the school um, you know, more now than ever, we're just getting direct transfers via EFT or ACH. So um, it has definitely gone from only a couple ways to make a donation to um, numerous, numerous ways of, of money, you know, coming into the school as charitable gifts. Um, how money is brought in to more about how money, the money is being spent. You'd mentioned before that the money is used towards stuff like faculty development, the sports teams, and stuff like that. Do you know a rough breakdown of how that money is spent? When the money gets comes in, our job is to go out, raise the money, process it, stewardship the donors, acknowledge the donors, and then the money all gets transferred to the business office. So I don't know, Maria, if, if the business office gives you breakdowns of that? Um. Not me. I mean, I do know that we raise uh, over a million dollars a year for give a boy a year, which is financial aid. So, you know, that kind of directed gift where people say they want it for financial aid is going towards financial aid. Mm -hmm. If they say they want it to go to faculty professional development, that's the budget line item that it goes to. 
And the same thing with arts, athletics, and activities. So if someone is donating money for the soccer team or for the ice hockey team or, you know, for, um, for, you know, the arts. So those line items where that money is directed are the line items in the budget that that money is put into. So all the powers with the donor over the money. Absolutely. Donors have, uh, you know, the ability to say, you know, I'd like to make this gift to Del Barton and this is how I would like it used. And we will always do, you know, the best we can to honor those donors' wishes. What are some of the biggest fundraising events you guys hold? Well, from a fundraising standpoint, the Mothers Guild and the Fathers and Friends do a tremendous job fundraising all year long. They just recently had a gala on November 13th, was it? Yes, on November 13th, which um, I don't know if the actual figures are in, but it was... Well, north of three hundred thousand dollars. It was, I think, once all the you know bills are paid, they'll net out close to seven hundred thousand dollars. So, double of what I just said in one night. Um, so that's pretty impressive. So that's right? an impressive <laughs> one from the parents, and then we have among the alumni, we have two. Aside from our the Del Barton Fund and, and capital giving, we have two major events a year, and um, that is a golf outing we have in September which roughly brings in $50,000 every year. And then we have a shooting classic in memory of Abbott Giles. And this is where alumni and friends will come back and they will go out and do um, shoot clays. Now in our, this will be our eighth year running that, and that brings in just about $50,000 too. So about $100,000 from events from the alumni also is raised. As far as the alumni, how much engagement do we get from alumni in donations? Well, Maria just recently did a statistic, and we reached 40% participation about 15, about 12 years ago. And now we, we hover around 32 to 37%. And Maria just did a study, and the national average for independent schools is at 9% of the alumni giving back. So we're at, this year alone, we were at 35 and change. So, so 35% compared to the national average, 9%. Yeah. So every year, Del Barton's alums more than triple the national average for participation in giving to their alma mater. And that's something that, you know, again, in addition to growing the Del Barton Fund over the last 20 plus years, we've also done a tremendous amount of work to grow that alumni participation. Mm-hmm. So when I started um, in 1998, I think that average was somewhere around 16%. And so we put a tremendous amount of effort over the next 10 plus years into educating the alumni, um, helping them understand why their participation was important, how their money was being spent, um, and what their gifts could mean for the current students at Del Barton. So obviously they've taken the message to heart and continue to give at an extremely high level especially when you compare them, Del Barton's alumni, to other schools around the country. That's truly an impressive figure, um, which leads me to ask, what about Del Barton would you attribute to 32 to 37% of Del Barton alumni giving back to the school? Competitiveness. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's when we, when we started this looking and evaluating back when Maria said around 98, 99, when we were 13, 15%, we came up with, um, we just brought the numbers out to the guys and let them know that and compared them to other schools. 
and we took on a motto, it's a matter of pride. And that just got their juices going. And the competitive spirit and among the classes, we have a, a you know a strong competition. And even now we've brought it as far as uh, our regional alumni clubs. So you see a competition going where Chicago's trying to beat Boston or D.C. or New York or Hoboken, and they really step up for that. They, they love it. You know, it's, it's, it's a fun way to be competitive with your fellow alumni. It's definitely a constructive competitiveness. <laughs> yeah. And it's a friendly competition. Exactly. But they definitely, um, you know, they enjoy that um, spirit. Uh, last year, uh, we had uh, Del Barton together, which is our uh, annual day of giving for uh, Del Barton parents and alumni. And for the first time, we um, added an element of regional alumni club competition. So each club was competing against the uh, other clubs for the highest percentage of participation. Um, Actually, that was the second year. I take it back. It was the second year we did that. And they definitely took that competition to heart. And they were um, passionate about, you know, making sure that their club beat whoever their closest rival was. It was a lot of fun. I think people, you know, they enjoyed it, um, and it definitely brought a, a nice um, collaborative but competitive spirit. Absolutely. I don't know if you uh, ever get a chance to look at our annual report, Hayden, but there's another thing we put in there. We actually have a map, and it shows the alumni participation all around the world. And uh, guys take note to that. They want to make sure that whatever state they're living in, you know, they're, they're counted in those numbers. Unfortunately, Alaska wins every year because there's only one guy living in Alaska. And so they're always at 100%. And I just signed a letter thanking him for his gift. So they're already at 100% again for this year. As um, long as he gives, he's got it wrapped up. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I have to be honest with you, it's, it's the most enjoyable, funnest part of my job is, is working with the alumni on that. Last Tuesday, November the 30th, you had an event called Giving Tuesday. Um, how successful was that? So Giving Tuesday was fantastic. Um, we've been doing, uh, we've been participating in Giving Tuesday. I think this is about our fifth year, maybe yeah. our sixth year. Um, and Giving Tuesday is an international event. Um, it is a, almost, I think it's a 10th year, um, somewhere around there, that um, this has been a phenomenon, um, certainly in the U.S., but really around the world also. And it's supposed to be a global day of generosity. Um, and they talk about it um, as unleashing the power of radical generosity um, on communities and the world. So we've been participating in it um, for a few years now, uh, and it's grown every year. It's really exciting to see um, the uh, spirit of um, generosity locally, you know, just expressed right here in our own community. Um, so this past Tuesday, like you said, it's 24 hours of giving. Um, and we had three challenges that we offered to the donors that day. Um, there was a $40,000 challenge that would be activated if we reached our $200,000 goal for the day. There was an additional $20,000 challenge put up by the, um, board of regents to reach our donor goal of 300 donors for the day. And then the third one was a $5,000 match 
dollar for dollar for gifts from the young alums from the classes of 2006 to 2021. And that was put up by a fellow young alum from the class of 2011. So at the end of the day or midnight, um, gifts could be made up to 11.59 p.m. We had reached $200,000, so we activated all of those challenges um, as far as the dollar challenge. We had topped 300 donors, and the young alums had blown away their $5,000 dollar-for-dollar match like hours ago. I think the young alums totaled over $8,000 in donations that day. So the final numbers were $221,000 and 310 donors, which is pretty awesome for 24 hours, I think. I think everybody should be extremely proud of that. Extremely. And, you know, it it came in all different areas when, you know, the the morning started. I was talking with Maria. She was a little nervous. Um, And I said, you just got to believe in these guys. And they just kept coming throughout the day. And then around 3.30 in the afternoon, we had one of our older alums from the class of 1959 drive up and personally give us a check because he wanted to be part of it. So it spanned all the year, you know, from 1948 up to 2020 among the alumni. It involved current parents, it involved parents of alumni, and it involved friends. And um, the outpouring response we got as the day went on was tremendous. And I th- and. I don't know if you saw it Aiden, on the website, but people could actually see live, real time, the donors, the numbers, the leaderboards, and having something out there that they actually can see happening, you know, real time is something that I think helped us achieve the goal. So the one group that I also really want to highlight for Giving Tuesday, helping our success, were Del Barton's faculty and staff. Um, so they, for the first time, they've been giving, uh, to the Del Barton fund, uh, for the last few years. Um, but this is the first time that we asked them to make their gifts as part of giving Tuesday. So, um, I told you we reached 310 donors. Um, 74 of those were Del Barton's faculty and staff. So that was a tremendous help in us reaching our 300 donor goal. We couldn't have done it without them. And I think it really shows the, um, the you know, dedication, the fact that the faculty and staff are as, you know, buy-in as much to the Del Barton mission and why we're all here and, you know, the importance of what happens here on campus as much as any parent or student. Um, and, you know, they were absolutely, absolutely instrumental in our success on Tuesday. That was Mr. Craig Paris and Mrs. Maria Van Kirk. I'd like to take a second to thank all the donors who have donated to Del Barton in the past. Our donors and alumni are a big reason why Del Barton is always growing. It's absolutely crazy to me to see how much the school has changed in just the last four years alone, and that's all the thanks to donors and the alumni. If you'd like to become a donor, you can donate to the Del Barton Fund at connect.delbarton.org. You can also see where to give under the heading giving at thebutton.org. I'm Hayden Kim, and thank you for listening.